It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents Terminal News. about that new intro you guys wasn't that great i don't know i've never heard it <laughs> you're about to <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the audience heard it um but yeah so yes this is terminal news and we're gonna talk about all the news that'll kill you um in relation in relation to video games i'm justin i'm joined by frost hello and marcus sadness Sadness every day. Yes, this is, a, this is a hard week for Montana uh, uh, because uh, jumping right into the the Corona sphere, Montana just finally declared their uh, our, our, our uh, stay-at-home order, so all non-essential businesses are closed. Womp womp. Forever. It's just it doesn't change anything about how I've been living my life this past <laughs> like fucking. A year. Well, it changes for yeah, me. Well, I mean, you have a job. I have a job, but I never like leave the house unless I have to go to. But you won't have to go. You you can't leave the house to go do that now because it's not essential. You were, oh, I are you sure? I, I I really here's how I think it's going to go down. She can elect whether or not we stay open, and she chooses to stay open. But like they can actually enforce and find businesses that stay open that aren't essential. That's the thing. Well, so what does she have? That's to what do, happened like, to as GameStop. a business owner. Then how are they gonna? <laughs> does she have to like call somebody and get approved or not? Approved? I don't. I don't know how that works. But I mean, like it's not like listed at any type. That type of work is not listed anywhere for essential businesses. Like time that keeps people alive, essentially. Grocery stores, gas stations. Yeah, like my job keeps me alive. Yeah. Or am I supposed to stay alive without a job? We're getting that stimulus. They're going <laughs> to stimulate us. Yeah, did you see the meme that I, I, I posted in your server? Mine? Yeah. There's a lot. There's been a lot. Remind but it's, me. It's, it's the one where it's just like the, the hand Is sinking the hand in the water. And then they do the high and five. And then it was the yeah. U.S. government giving <laughs> high five and it was a $1,200 check and then just the hand sinking. Yep, that's basically everybody right now. At least everybody that makes under 75000 a year because if you make more than that, you're screwed. Unless you have kids. Well, then there's some benefit if you have kids. There's also benefit if you quick uh, make some kids. Taxes. Yeah, oh, quick make also, some kids. There's also a benefit if you're a business. <laughs> I mean, if you're a big business, I don't. 
I mean, I don't know how many small businesses are going to be going to have anything done for them. Specifically our business. Our bu- we don't make money. I know. <laughs> we get a tax return because we don't make money. Yeah, this year. <laughs> it's maybe maybe next year. Yeah. I, so anyway, we got some stuff here. We got some shit. There's some shit going on. So I'll, I'm going to open up my news app. I'm going to scroll on down to my category slash list. I made for the coronavirus. Um, hold on, I gotta, I gotta make sure I didn't miss something here. Cause I, I miscategorized some stuff, so I have to make sure I put it in the right area. So, God, it's all coronavirus news. It's all coronavirus. Wait, I didn't delete the old ones. Hold on, I gotta scroll. I gotta scroll here, find the new ones. I'm a mess. You're a mess. You're a mess. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, Sony is slowing game download speeds in Europe to help with internet stability. Because everyone's at home downloading those games off of Sony, which we already know is like the slowest network to download games from out of any internet game service. That is true. Um, and both these... Okay, this is... This is like NASCAR... They're addressing each other online, and it's and it's going to be on TV. Oh, what? So they're not racing in their cars because all sporting events are shut down. They're racing a virtual NASCAR game. <laughs> all sports are esports now. <laughs> and so, like, watch a bunch of amateur video game players exactly. struggle bus through a video game. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if they're actually like gonna give them like actual like pedal setups, or if they're just gonna give them a controller <laughs> and a PlayStation. And be like, there you go, have fun. <laughs> Will the pedals help better? Why? So, and Formula One is doing the same thing too. By the way, <laughs> I hope, I hope, I hope they all get a like a whole handful of those racing car games, and that's actually what they do. So, oh, they, so they actually already did a race. Um, so the three-time Daytona 500 winner, Denny Hamlin, uh, won that race. And the, so the, now they're doing a whole season of it calling the, the Fox Mario NASCAR. Kart race that he won, the Daytona the Mario, 500. They're not, no, they're not playing Mario Kart. I know. They're playing game. <laughs> so they, they are making a whole series, a whole season of it called Fox NASCAR iRacing. I've not. What a clash of worlds! Drivers are taking car part coming from NASCAR Cup Series, NASCAR Xfinity Series, NASCAR uh, Gander RV, and Outdoors Truck Series. And then the the race commentated by NASCAR's actual booth team of Jeff Gordon, Mike Joy, and Larry McReynolds. What? And each race is going to stick to NASCAR tradition, prayer, and uh, like a. Like a prayer and a national anthem. What? Yep. So the game is there's no no actual NASCAR game, so it's going to be using a game called iRacing. Do, <laughs> yep. Do you think these guys are just like seriously practicing the fuck out of this game like day and night right now? Yeah. I, so I'm wondering like they didn't say like whether they're gonna if they're using controllers or if they actually have set up with like the steering wheel and pedals and stuff because they have those. Yeah, but why would games. that make any difference? It's different. I wouldn't think so. There's a reason people use them. 
Um, so yeah, like and as I said, F1 is doing the same thing. The F1 Esports Virtual Grand Prix series. So they're playing Codemasters official F1 2019 game on PC and broadcasting it worldwide. Um, some uh, interesting because interestingly, because some drivers are pretty good behind a virtual wheel and others aren't, Comp will be configured in such a way to encourage competitive and entertaining racing, which is a gentle way of leading into the fact rubbish drivers will be given advantages like reduced vehicle damage and optional anti-lock brakes and traction control for those less familiar with the game. So a handicap. They're getting a handicap. They should pit some of these guys up with like actual like racing game pros. They should just do a Rocket League match. <laughs> no racing, just <laughs> soccer with RC cars. No, that's what the soccer players are doing. The footballers. <laughs> oh, they have FIFA. That, that makes. You have FIFA. FIFA's better than real life. <gasps> oh my God! What are they going to do for the Olympics if it just keeps going on forever into the summer? Well, the Olympics is already delayed to 2021. Well, I missed out on that news. Now I Mario know. Mario Sonic at the Olympics 2020 is now a weird yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. Release some DLC for 2021. <laughs> Patch it. Patch it out. Patch Change it. the name. They're going to send out a number that, to tape over your game disc if you bought a disc. I own a piece of history now. You do. It's going to be rare. Um, Plague Inc. update is stop pandemics. So there's like a new plant pandemic mode coming to Plague Inc. where you try you are the one trying to stop a pandemic instead of being the pandemic. They're they're switching the roles. Uh, and then Nintendo donates nine thousand five hundred face masks to local responders. So there's a global shortage of protective face masks. I don't like why did Nintendo have almost ten thousand face masks? Is it just because they all they all have face masks in Japan or what? I don't know. I have was no this idea. Their, was this their employee stock? They need a face mask for every Pokemon. I don't know. No, Nintendo. That's the wrong thing. <laughs> I like the article literally says Nintendo looked in its back room and found 9,500 particulate res respirator masks. That's okay. Um, coronavirus has slashed global air pollution. Like, a positive silver lining. Yeah, this was actually the plan all along. Uh, in the conspiracy theory, was <laughs> this was the Green New Deal? This was the Green New Deal. Remember, cool things are happening too in Venice. You can see the, in the canals, the dolphins. That was that was big news for a hot minute. Dolphins yeah, are mammals. <laughs> um, it just makes me think of the Avengers every time. And Chris Evans' character is like, I saw a pot of whales in the Hudson Harbor. This is all our, th you know, snap. <laughs> yeah, this is our, this is, this is it, you guys. <laughs> um, teachers are using um, Half-Life Alex in VR to teach math classes. Because apparently you, you can just write on in the game and it works really well. Have you seen... It works better yeah. than real life. Have you seen those? Actually, better than a real life whiteboard. Like I was like actually impressed with the tracking on that. Yeah, it seems cool. I would play it if oh. I had a headset worthy of it. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I had a PC and a VR set that could run it in the room, but I have 
neither of none of those. Uh, let's see. Xbox released a statement on COVID 19s impact on exclusive game development. It's not good. Yeah. Um. So here's the statement. Okay. So here is their statement. We know that gaming connects people during times of social distancing. And we are committed to delivering quality or highest quality Xbox Game Studio games for our global community of players. At the same time, the health and safety of our XGS development teams is our top priority. Each studio is facing unique challenges, strains depending on its particular location, and many of our external development partners around the world are similarly affected. We are supporting our studio leaders to make the right decisions for their teams' individual games during this challenging time. Um, and then we're removing all the obstacles in our path and tracking well track need to be mindful of our current limitations and understand that the coronavirus situation may get worse before it gets better. Um, that was said by three, four, three studios, uh, every single one of us is doing everything in our power to continue developing and delivering quality halo experiences while we adjust to this new way of life. So yeah, expect, expect a lot of Microsoft delays. Yeah, new way of life, an indoor life. No, we're going to be indoor all the time now. Yeah. We're indoor kids. <laughs> Can't wait till Sam Porter Bridges visits me. I haven't installed a video doorbell yet, but you know. Might need that soon. I have some time <laughs> on my hands. Um, GameStop shuts down stores in California. I think we kind of touched on this a little bit in the last news episode because they wanted to ignore lockdown measures and then... um. There's a backlash against it, and then they are closing the stores because they are not essential retail as much as they want to think they are. Yeah, I was never for stopping games in the first place. <laughs> um, 12 board games and RPGs two people can play while keeping their distance together. Let's just go to these real quick. We have Seven Wonders Duel, uh, Codenames Duet, Fog of Love. Patchwork, Mage Wars Arena, Forbidden Desert. Fog of Love is really just sex with a blindfold. <laughs> uh, Forest. And then for some digital ones, there's uh, Cthulhu Confidential, Fate's Fickle Winds, The Grave, uh, Adventurer and Troll, Starcrossed. Oh, that's it. The last one is Starcrossed. So I've experience with none of those none of those so i mean if you have them then cool we'll move on to more wait is that the last that was the last coronavirus topic i thought i had more but evidently i just didn't delete the ones from last week good nobody <laughs> wants to hear it anyway no one wants to hear it we're all inundated with coronavirus news so that's it that's it for the coronavirus news um yay so we're leaving the because we're gonna take a break so we will be right back. <laughs> Hello! Check out our podcast, Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Every episode we review a beer, talk about games we play, and recommend a podcast or something else. I'm Willie. I'm not your normal beer snob. I've been to more than 150 different breweries, but I always keep hams in the fridge. <laughs> I'm Ginger, and I am in the first Guinness World Record Book video game edition on the Tetris page. I'm Simon, and I can usually kick their butt in most video <laughs> games. 
we drink while we record. <laughs> Fuck yes, we do. <laughs> find us wherever you find podcasts and enjoy. All right, we are back from the break. We've all washed our hands. We've exited the Coronasphere. Now we're just going to talk about some good old video game news. And today, the day of this recording, Nintendo dropped a surprise mini direct and had some stuff. Yeah, it caught um, me off guard. Yeah, it just came out of left field. And there's some stuff in there that surprised me. Um, so I don't. How do you want to go about this? How do you want to go through this? You're you're better at curating the Nintendo stuff than I am. Um, I feel like I got most of it, but I'm not sure. I got the skinny on it in the order that they put it in. Okay, well that's probably better than what I did. So they opened with Xenoblade Definitive Edition, which is now coming out on May 29th, supposedly. If there's a world by May 29th. Um. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> hey, we're, we're out of the chronosphere market. But it, it's coming out May 29th. <laughs> oh, no, it's leaking. The chronosphere is leaking. <laughs> it's expanding. Um, And it, it looks great. It looks like they touched it up a lot. And there's going to be an extra chapter in that at the end. So you can catch up with Shulk and friends uh, if you've never played it. Uh, it was... The game is on, I mean, we... 3DS and now it's coming to Switch so now is probably the best time to play it uh, and I think more people know who Shulk is now because of Smash so yeah. that's a, it'll probably sell uh, to say the least on that yeah, they, probably they announced Catherine full body coming to Switch Yeah, so you can date Catherine or Catherine you can stay with <laughs> Catherine or you can date Catherine or you can hook up with the new character Rin uh yeah so Catherine, an atlas game very text heavy it, it is kind of a visual novel of sorts but it does have like this puzzle game uh where you're dealing with your nightmares yeah uh then there was a lot of bravely default 2 stuff uh and they launched a bravely default 2 demo but they showed a lot of gameplay of bravely default 2 Followed by, so what what is what is Bravely Default? I Bravely I've Default only heard is about that, so. a JRPG that was originally on the uh, 3DS, or was the first one on the DS? Well, either way, <laughs> it was on the 3DS. Let's just say, <laughs> but it is Such very a weird name. It's very much like a classic Final Fantasy in a lot of ways. Um, it. They also did remaster a lot of Final Fantasies and did this kind of like chibi 3D style back on the DS and 3DS era. And it kind of is like those. And I would assume it's, it is one of the teams that made uh, Four Heroes of Light, which was a Final Fantasy game uh, that was on the DS. And this is the same team that made this and uh, Octopath Traveler. But yeah, they're kind of throwback JRPGs that, very classic, but also usually you can speed up time. Uh, it, its combat system is the bravely default system <laughs> God, God. where you can spend bra brave points to do extra attacks like stronger attacks or multiple attacks. Are uh, there default points? No. <laughs> 
Um, and in the first one, it had some time loop stuff. So you kind of went through a lot of the same stuff over and over again. Um, which wasn't like a new game plus or anything. That's like literally part of the story is that you kind of loop through part of the game. Uh, so I'm not sure this seems like it's a whole new cast of characters. Uh, cause oh, I know okay. Bra- bravely second was a direct sequel to the first one, but yeah, very much a throwback JRPG. Uh, if you liked like older final fantasy, like one, two, final fantasy, one, two, three, four, and five, uh, type games. This is in the same vein of those. Nice. Uh, then there was Bioshock the Collection coming to Switch. Yeah, all the Bioshock games. Yeah. How about that? Uh, Infinite, I'm kind of surprised by uh, because it yeah. was kind of on the upper end of the last hardware cycle. So, seems kind of impressive that they got it running on there, but I mean, it's, Doom runs keep, on there, so. Yeah. <laughs> continually, continually surprised by what the Switch can do hardware-wise. Yeah, and then there was Borderlands Legendary Collection, uh, which I assume it definitely comes with the other two Borderlands, so like two and pre and pre sequel. But I think it also comes with one, the remaster of one. I think, but I could be wrong. Okay, uh, it was hard to really tell because they didn't like the video; just showed clips of gameplay. And honestly, with a lot of the updates, those games are kind of hard to tell apart. And especially when they're kind of <laughs> moving quickly through it. But my guess would be it's those three games and not the newest one. That would uh, make sense. And XCOM 2 collection. So, yeah, yeah. those. And that that's good. I, I may end up rebuying and playing through XCOM 2 because I just fucking love XCOM to death. <laughs> and playing it in handheld sounds appealing to me. Nice. Yeah, a lot uh, of games are appealing in handheld mode. Yeah. Uh Legend of the Heroes Trials of Cold uh Trails of Cold Steel 3 is coming out on uh what is this uh Ju- June 30th. <laughs> yeah, so that those all the tri- the all those games, Legend of the Heroes games, should be on Switch. Um, which I take this as a good sign that maybe they're going to roll them out over time. This yeah, is a step in the right direction. Uh, Burnout Paradise remastered. Uh, Panzer Dragoon remake. If you're into those, and then the big Justin Star Wars Episode One race. Yes. <laughs> Yes, episode one racer is getting remastered. I can't believe that. It's After funny. all these years, <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. This, the I, I, but but here's the here's the thing. Why isn't it in VR? Why aren't we getting a VR version of this? I keep someone say, will keep, mount it on PC. I'm gonna. I keep beating, beating this subject. I'm thumping on my chest every single time it comes up. Why is there not a VR pod racing game? It's the perfect application for VR, and it hasn't happened yet. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Whose dick do I got to suck to make this happen? That's what I got. That's what I'm saying right now. <laughs> I don't even have a VR set, so I can't play it even if he did it. But that would be in, an incentive for me to buy one. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah, that that's gonna be cool. I mean, especially the fact that 
they're not just saying, oh, yeah, we're going to release it. It's an actual like remaster slash remake. So that could be potentially pretty cool. I mean, I feel like the uh, episode one racer was uh, ahead of its time in a lot of ways when it first came out. But uh, yeah. So is that it for the Nintendo stuff? Did you want to go? No, there was a few others. There was others. Uh, King's Bounty 2 is coming to Switch. Uh, That's a very tactical game. Uh, Yep. Looks cool. Uh, The hex tile type system. Uh, It's already out on PC, obviously, but now it is coming to Switch. Uh, Shinsekai uh, Into the Depths is coming to Switch, which I believe this was an Apple Arcade exclusive for a bit or timed exclusive at the very least, obviously, but it's kind of like a underwater Metroidvania type game, like very Metroid focused, like very much looks like a Metroid game. Yeah. Then this was uh, the biggest news, the absolute biggest news. There's new ring fit adventure stuff. It's getting a free (laughs) update that adds a rhythm mode. It has a rhythm mini game, which looks really cool. You can play songs from Mario Odyssey uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, Splatoon, they're all in the rhythm mode. You can change Ring's voice to a female voice, and it has other languages now. So, yeah, cool cool update for that. That's just a free yeah. content update. And Animal Crossing New Horizons Easter event is going to be April 1st through the 12th. You know I'm going to be there. <laughs> yep. It's- Marcus is going to disappear into that game for this. Yeah, there's going to be a bunny and you're going to he's going to hide eggs and it looks like they can be anywhere. So not only can you dig them out of the ground, but it showed them being fished out of the ocean, shook out of oh trees. <laughs> wow. People are going to go crazy for that. Yeah, then uh last two things are they outlined the Pokémon Sword and Shield expansion a little bit uh just kind of went over stuff involving that uh, Urshifu, the new one of the new legendaries that's going to be in that, and that you can take him to water style school or shadow style. Uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna <laughs> go. I'm probably gonna go water since it's rapid strike. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there really wasn't a whole hell of a lot on that, and then the last thing. Which is kind of odd. It says uh, the next Super Smash Brothers Ultimate character is going to be from the Arms franchise. More information will be in June. That, so it's an Arms yeah. fighter. Um, <laughs> I would be a little bit put off if it's not. It should be Springman because he's the main like. He's the guy. He's the face of. Arms, arms. But, but he's an assist trophy, so maybe huh. it should be like Min Min or one of the other characters. Like there are a lot of really popular, especially the female characters from that game. So Guess it might we'll be one out. of them, for all we know. Yeah. So I, I'm just like, I mean, and it could be a character that is like like has several different costumes like functions the same but has like gender swap kind of like uh we fit trainer who has the male and female yeah so yeah it might be something like that who knows 
it interesting to see an arms character because like i mean that game has a decent fan base for sure but yeah yeah i'm sure a lot of people are are pretty pissed by this though because it's definitely not what anybody wanted per se but who who knows it's a character (laughs) and that was everything from that but yeah there was also a indie world showcase that we didn't cover last time yeah. Hey, did you did you mention Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy? Oh shit! No, I forgot that one. Yeah, because that one that is out today on the Switch. You can play that right now. Um, and I don't know if this was included in the that indie world one, but I just had this pulled up. But total totally reliable delivery service is coming to the Switch next week. Have you seen that one? It looks like a pretty fun game. Um, no, the, uh, there won't be a reliable delivery service here pretty soon. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the the trailers for it, but it's like, you're just like throwing like delivery packages around. It looks crazy. It looks like a lot of fun to play. It's like a team based game, I think. Um, yeah, you can play friends local or online. Um, yeah, that definitely was not part of Indie World. Okay, I don't know if it was a part of that Indie World, if it was part of the thing today, but it was It was a Nintendo news article that came out today, so I figured I'd mention it before I lost it. Um, So let's talk about that Indie World. What what we got coming out of that? Uh, all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit. Ah, shit. Ah, shit. (laughs) Let's talk about Indie World. So it opened with a game that is called Blue Fire, which kind of looks a bit like if you took Celeste and made it 3D. That sounds cool. It, and I'm saying that mostly because it's got the, the way the platforming and it's got like an air dash and... Stuff that just looks okay. like fundamentally like that. I it's think, got like wall running, but it does have combat. So I think I uh, I was listening to I was listening to precisely, and I think they mentioned the game, and they mentioned that it looks like an Ori, but in three D. Yeah, yeah, that's very, very much, especially Ori two. Yeah, because yeah, it's got wall running and whatnot, but uh, then that was followed by a game called Baldo, which is very much inspired by uh like Nino Cooney or just any Studio Ghibli in general. It like it looks exactly like it's aping that style. Um yeah, no, like okay. It I can't say too much about it. It looks like you're just solving puzzles and stuff. It it looks very cutesy in a way. Nice. Uh, I am dead. Uh, this is an Annapurna interactive game, uh, where you're like dead and (laughs) yeah, seems like you're kind of like a ghost almost, but you're like observing the lives of people. And it seems like maybe there's puzzles you solve it. Okay. It has a really weird art style where there is like animal people, but like almost like, uh, I guess kind of like a Katamari in a way. Where, like, the people don't really exactly look like people, and there's also, like, people who are just animals as well. (laughs) Yeah, there's one called uh, 
B arc, uh, which is like a shmup. It looks okay. You play as like weird dogs. It's a dog shmup. <laughs> yeah, uh, cyanide and happiness, uh, freak apocalypse. Hey, what a what a coincidence. Which yeah, I, I don't know. That freak apocalypse didn't look great to me. They they kind of that. The the video for it is really cringy, and I know that's kind of like their thing, but it's just like I felt they were trying to hit a certain note with it and didn't quite get there because it has this sarcasm about it that just doesn't land with everything else that is also in there. Like, because they have real people like kind of showcasing it a bit, and it's just like real people like, no, I, I'm here to see games. <laughs> yeah summer and morrow was in there which we already talked about that but that's a uh one of these stardew valley type games so quantum league now that's a game we can get behind yeah i this is when i've been kind of eyeing um as something that maybe if it picks up popularity something that we can do tournaments in possibly um for like esports because this looks like a really cool concept for a game. Yeah, it looks like it's like a 4v4 and but you yeah. like you're all you play the players. Like, yeah. You're you're playing like rounds. So like round in the first round you you do an action but then like in the second round like the person can see an action that they see they they see the action you did and they can kind of counteract it. So it's like Almost like this weird kind of like you're playing chess where you're trying to anticipate the other person's moves. It seems really cool. Yeah, it it seems like a good concept. I would like to see it uh, once it gets further out. Yeah. Um, Corridor Digital did a like a a short of I don't know if it was this like if they if if it was I can't remember. I have to go back and look to see if they called the video Quantum League. But they did a video that was essentially the, this concept flushed out um, in like a like where they do their special effects and everything because they're like TV movie guys. Um, and so that it was really cool. The video they did, I'll have to show you sometime. Um, might have to remind me to send it to you because like that came out like at least a year before I ever heard of this game. So I don't know if maybe the game was inspired by their video or if they knew about the game like super early in development because they're kind of in that area so i don't know so what's uh what's next on that list uh there was the good life which is a new game by sweary um yeah i don't know how to really describe this sweary stuff is real weird but you play as like a cat i believe yeah at night everyone turns into a cat or a dog so you're like a cat. It it looks weird. It looks really weird, but that's that's sweary for you. Uh, nice. and then and then uh, uh Sean Murray came out. Uh, yeah, no, new of a no new man's game by Hello Games. Yeah, yeah, called the uh, the last campfire, which looks really good. But I am a little like, and I I there's many things that can look like this, but they. It, they just took like the character design basically from freaking Journey. <laughs> Did they really? It looks exactly like the character from Journey. Huh. And yeah, I don't know. It, 
that kind of is like, mm, I don't know about that, but I mean, the game itself looks good. Yeah, it looks like just a classic adventure kind of game, but with just really good visuals. Cool. Sounds cool. Yeah, it's just got extremely good, like, art and visuals. So, unsurprisingly, yeah, doesn't look too much different than, like, a lot of other adventure games on the market, like a, a Zelda like. Yeah. Uh, Pixel Pixel Junk Eden Two, uh, Fairy like these are all games that kind of already exist. Uh, Eldest Souls, which I think is a follow up to Titan Souls, I can't be certain on that, but I'm pretty sure it it looks a lot like Titan Souls, uh, which was like a boss battler where it's just like all the fights are boss fights. <laughs> uh, Blair Witch is coming to Switch. Interesting. That, that Blair Witch game. <laughs> that I never beat. <clears throat> that I never beat. Yeah, yeah. Ghost of a Tale is also coming to Switch. That's a like an adventure game where you play as a mouse. Uh, and that's got like little armor and everything. Like fights with like little tiny stuff. Looks adorable. Uh, Sky, which is a game made by that game company. Who... Uh, basically the people who made journey this so yeah that that game company yeah. it made sky which used to be on like a tablet exclusive so now it's coming to switch uh it looks good i, I don't know it looked good on tablet years ago <laughs> <laughs> sky racket another shmup um super liminal which that's the it's a that's the weird game that plays with perspective and making like objects and taking them apart and just playing with perspective in your environment to make like objects bigger or smaller wingspan which looks like a card battler but for like bird watching <laughs> what uh dicey dungeon which is on PC where it's like dice it's kind of like a, one of those card battler games uh like uh say the spire but with dice in a way nice bounty battle uh this looks like a platform fighter kind of actually bounty battle kind of looks more like a uh PlayStation All-Stars more more so than Smash yeah uh it looked like there was indie characters in there like uh Juan from Guacamelee so i don't know <laughs> Moving out, uh, this is uh, Team 17 publishing, uh, but that's that. I think I've mentioned this game a little bit before, but you, it's kind of like uh, Overcooked. You move out objects, and players have to kind of like coordinate on some awkward objects to try and get out. Nice. And for some reason, you have to like cross alligator pits, and there's conveyor belts, and you're sometimes in space or by lava pits. That's, so it's, well, that's that's what it's like moving in 2020. <laughs> yeah, and uh what is that the last one? No, I know I know the actual last one, but I want to make sure I got all these. Uh Yeah, the the very last game, which this is very disappointing, was Exit the Gungeon. They closed this with an Apple Arcade game. That <laughs> Yeah. 
that is now on Switch, which it re it released that day, but it was just so that was on uh, March seventeenth. But yeah, that was just kind of weird. Uh, yeah, I I don't it, which exit the dungeon. It seems fine. It is like a uh, side scrolling version of Enter the Gungeon, in a way. Yeah, you can, you can jump and stuff in it instead of dodge roll. You jump and you have the invulnerable frames when you jump instead of when you like dodge roll. So one one sec, I I know we missed stuff in the direct mini. Well, I did, uh, but I know <laughs> it was very important. Okay, like just just a couple of things I missed was there is a game coming called a uh, Ninjala which is a free-to-play game where you play as ninjas, and it kind of looks a lot like Splatoon. <laughs> and you're in squads of four, it looked like, and you're fighting another team of four, but you can, like, disguise yourself as objects and whatnot. And at first when I saw it, I was like, well, this game looks all right, but I mean, like, if this is a full $60, I don't know how well it's going to do. And then they said it's free-to-play, so I was like, well, it should do fine. Um, And I don't yeah. think that had a release date, but... The, another one that they spent an odd amount of time on, and I know like a lot of people are actually hyped for, is Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics, which literally has just like 51 classic games like Nine Man's Morris Connect 4, essentially, but not name brand Connect 4, so I think it was called something else. <laughs> checkers, Chess, Shogi, you know, so on and so forth, Chinese Checkers. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of games, uh, which does seem kind of cool, like playing those games like multiplayer especially in the situation we're in now uh and <laughs> and because of the smash ultimate stuff with an arms character arms is currently free to play so who knows how long that is but yeah it is like the full game is free to play currently yeah and i think that's everything um oh yeah there is uh they they did outline the marvel ultimate alliance 3 uh, some of that DLC with Doctor Doom, and uh, there's a game called Good Job, which I think is already on PC as well. But yeah, <laughs> you work at your dad's company, and it looked like you just break a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that sucks for your dad. <laughs> you you look like you're just a person who's inept at their job. God, that's uh, so it's nepotism the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, and this, uh, the mini direct did open with a please note due to COVID 19 release dates and other information pre presented in this video are subject to change. For potential updates, please check the official Nintendo website and social media channels as well as those of other publishers. Our hearts go out to those impacted by COVID 19 during this challenging time. So, yeah, it's, uh, that's probably why we got a mini direct and not a full direct because it sounds like full direct was planned. I yeah. know it's been over and 200 plus days. Delayed. It's been like 260 something days since the last actual direct. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize it'd been that long. Oh, it's been a long ass time. That's why everybody's like, it's a common. And <laughs> I mean, this gives us something. It didn't give us anything major. Even though I saw someone on Reddit said like, oh, there's nothing really major in this. And people were like, Bravely Default 2 is major. 
And I'm not saying yeah. Bravely Default 2 isn't, but it's not a Nintendo published property. Yeah. So Episode One mm, Racer is, is major. Is big, that's major that's, news. That's big news. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of this uh, there there were a few unknown quantities, but most of it was known quantities, and a lot of it was like sounded like a lot of ports and remakes coming. Yeah, anyway, that's all the Nintendo corner. The Nintendo corner, which is actually more like it's like the Nintendo Center room because it's more more stuff than we have else for news this week. So I'll uh jump into what we have the other stuff. Um but uh the Messenger develop developers raised over $150,000 to make a classic JRPG from people like me. Yeah. So you <laughs> you 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 put you pitched in a, a, some money for this? Oh fuck yeah, dude. I I love yeah. the Messenger and this looks like it's yeah. really Really aping Chrono Trigger. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does look like that way. Like, look, it does look that way. Um, yes, yeah, it's yeah. going to be called Sea of Stars. Yeah, and from the uh, trailer for it that they have, and like a lot of the samples, amazing pixel art and beautiful like music. So, and yeah. I mean that stuff was present in the Messenger, and I I really like the Messenger. I I do think some people oversold the messenger personally. It, it is a great game, but the back half is kind of a slog, but still like I really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, you can have my the 12 bucks or whatever it cost. Because yeah. there was like an early bird thing that I got in. A crisis relief one. <laughs> I think that's literally what it was. Yeah. Um, and we have an article here which uh from Kotaku, every big game coming out in spring twenty twenty. And we've been over this before, but maybe you need a little refresher. Some of these already obviously have already come out since uh since then, but so you'll this is a little bit outdated, but uh so March twentieth we had Animal Crossing Doom sixty four and Doom Eternal came out. And then March 23rd, Half-Life Alex and Legend of the Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3 came out. March 24th was Bleeding Edge, Paper Beast, Va Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, Trails, of, uh, uh, Trails of Cold Steel uh, came out on PC, to be specific. Oh, it was already out on consoles? Yeah, it already was out on PS4 and uh, a few okay. other places, but... Okay, yeah, at least what it came out on, so I didn't know if it was... Yeah, it, it was PC-specific. Okay, so it came Because I'm like, I already own a copy of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then March 24th, Bleeding Edge on PC and Xbox One, Paper Beast, PlayStation 4, Vampire the Masquerade, Corderies of New York on the Switch, Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist, Link Evolution, PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, March 26th, The Room VR on PC, now is it the room? Is this like the movie, The Room? No. Is that okay? I was like, what? <laughs> Definitely not. This is a game that is a puzzle game, kinda in the vein of Mist. I guess is probably like the closest analog. Uh, oh, okay. And it is currently the room. You can buy the room on Switch. It's on sale for like three bucks right now. Okay. 
Uh, March 27th, Gigantosaurus, the game. Uh, PlayStation 4, Switch, Xbox One. One Piece, Pirate Warriors 4, PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Yeah, that's out uh, today on the 26th. Well, at, well, at midnight. Okay. So I guess it's out on the 27th. Technically 27th, but, but yeah. Um, Saints Row 4, re-elected on the Switch. Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. We mentioned that one on the Switch. Under Night in Birth EXE Late. X, is it Exit Late or EXE Late? <laughs> you know, just go with what you know. Just go with it. Okay, it's on, that's on PC. March 31st to Bubble Bobble for Friends. Switch. Persona 5 Royale, PlayStation 4. Zombie Army Trilogy, Switch. Uh... A, sometime in April, Minecraft Dungeons is going to come out on PS, PS4, PC, Switch, Xbox One. Uh, Resident Evil 3 remake on April 3rd, PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. On April 27th, Disaster Report 4, Summer Memories, PC, PlayStation 4, and Fallout 76 Wastelanders, PC. Which sounds like it's, I think that's going to get end up getting delayed. Um, I would say everything's gonna get delayed. Everything's so. gonna get just assume everything's gonna be delayed. Uh, April tenth, Final Fantasy Seven remake, PlayStation Four. April fourteenth, Space Engineers, Xbox One. Wow, I didn't know that was coming out to X uh Xbox. April twenty third, Azure Striker, Gunvolt Striker Pack, PlayStation Four. Uh, Buko Ime Project Seven, uh, PlayStation Four Switch. MotoGP 20, PC, PlayStation 4, Switch, Xbox. April 24th, Naruto Shippuden, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, Road to Boruto, Switch. That is a long-ass game name. Holy shit. Yeah, kinda. It <laughs> it Because it is really just... Uh, yeah, well, it, it, yeah. The Road to Boruto <laughs> stuff was technically a DLC that was added later. Oh, okay. So, yeah, now it's just like part of the main game as well. Uh, so. I see. Uh, Predator, Hunting Grounds, PC, PlayStation, Trials of Mana, PC, PlayStation, Switch. April 28th, Gears Tactics, PC, Xbox. Moving Out, PC, PlayStation, and Switch, Xbox. Sakura Wars, PlayStation. SnowRunner, PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Uh, May 5th, Trackmania on PC. May 15th, Iron Man VR on PlayStation and those who remain on PC, PlayStation, Xbox. May 19th, there's Wasteland 3 on the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. The Wonderful 101 Remastered, PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Oh, it's coming uh, to Xbox? Yeah. Or wait, did I read? Oh, shit. I skipped a line. No. Nope. Sorry. I'm going to redo that. I was like, I was like wait, because it was originally it's not coming PC- to Xbox and <laughs> yeah, they were like... If you want it on Xbox, you tweet at Xbox. (laughs) Yeah, it's a PC PlayStation Switch, not Xbox. My bad. I'm I'm reading too fast. Uh, May 22nd, Maneater, PC PlayStation Xbox. Sword Art Online, Alicization Lysaurus, PC PlayStation Xbox. On May 26th, we have Panzer Dragoon remake on the Switch. Yeah, which uh, I've never done the Panzer Dragoon, but it looks a lot like a uh, Star Fox kind of game. But you're riding dragons, I know that. But I don't know, maybe maybe, maybe this time. Maybe not. Who knows? 
And then, oh, this is interesting. Utaba Riru, Utaba Rirumano. Utaba Rirumano. Ray, 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 Ray Romano. <laughs> I'll play that. <laughs> it's Utaba Ray Romano. Prelude, prelude to the Fallen PlayStation and Vita. It's everybody loves Raymond, but if it was an anime, so thus it's a harem it has, anime. <laughs> uh, on May 29th, we have Bioshock, the collection, Borderlands, or the that's on the Switch, obviously. Uh, Borderlands, Legendary Collection Switch, Last of Us, Part 2, PlayStation, XCOM 2, Collection Switch, Xenoblade Chronicles, Definitive Edition Switch, which we mentioned that in all the Nintendo news. June 2nd, Death Stranding is um, coming to the PC. Rock of Ages 3, Make or Break on PC, PlayStation, Switch, and Xbox One. And finally, June 5th, we have Clubhouse Games, 51 Worldwide Classics on the Switch. So that's a lot of games coming out. The whole pile of games. Most of them will probably get delayed. Probably. <laughs> um... And I so this next article, I just like the uh, the the title here. In hell, all fonts are the size of Doom Eternal's, and they showed a screenshot. And man, it has some tiny ass text in that game. So I guess don't go into this game trying to depend on subtitles. I guess because they are really small. Uh, Doom guy doesn't know how to read Demon anyway. <laughs> Doom guy doesn't need to know how to doesn't need to know know how to read anything. <laughs> he just knows how to pull triggers. Uh, Sony pulls popular Mario creation from dreams after Nintendo complaint, as yeah. is expected. We alluded to this last time, but uh, yeah, that yeah, <laughs> we yeah. kind of weird because it's like I don't know. Nobody was technically profiting from it, so it seems a little bizarre yeah. to me. Well, it's still. I don't know, technically some sort of copyright, even though, it's, yeah, you're right. It's not, no one's profiting from it. So, I mean, it becomes like, that's going to be hard to control at a certain point. Totally. Um, Here's another article title that I really liked. Animal Crossing is still gaming's cutest way to teach kids about crushing debt. <laughs> I, I guess it's, it's not <laughs> true to life in any way. There's no interest. Yeah, zero yeah, percent. And that's this is uh, alluding to our our, our um our community engagement segment on our the LGA cast for this week. But uh, um, someone mentioned Tom Nook and his loans, <laughs> and I was like, I asked, "What's the interest on those?" And they're like, "It's zero percent, but it's just it's just to lure you in with, for all those expensive building upgrades." Uh. Um. So apparently, in Half Life, Alex, you can't use a crowbar. What? Yeah. <laughs> Say what? Yeah, I liked it. In, in truth, the Half Life series has always had two main characters: Gordon Freeman and his crowbar. Yes. <laughs> the nondescript piece of curved metal is one of the best-known pieces of iconography in all of gaming, and yet. In Half-Life, Alex, you cannot use a crowbar as a weapon or puzzle-solving tool. Not even once. Maybe it's just because the crowbar has to be attached to Gordon Freeman at all times. Um, so, let's see. The, <laughs> the Valve designer programmer Robin Walker told to Kotaku that the team 
lost like a year and a half of our lives trying to get a crowbar in VR. They tried multiple different kinds of crowbars, including a mechanical one. It certainly unlocked a lot of gameplay we liked, Walker said over the phone. There were puzzles where you had to slip it between bars and hook something and pull it over to you. It could function as an extra remote hand, which was cool, but it had lots of problems. Specifically, a perfect storm of physics, gameplay, and narrative issues stranded the legendary implement on the sidelines. The physics issues stemmed from not how the crowbar would impact players' experiences when they were using it, but from all the trouble it would get up to when they weren't. <laughs> the lack of force feedback meant that the players would often hold their crowbar out of their sight because that's what you do when you're holding so a, a real crowbar. You wouldn't look at it all the time, said Walker. But they'd hook it on stuff. They'd be walking along and they'd hook it on a door. So for us, it was like, what do we do now? We tried various things like the end of the crowbar turns or like or that's we tried various things like the end of the crowbar turns it its physics off or stops colliding when it's off screen. In real life, you would feel your arm getting tugged as you hook the curve of the crowbar on something. But we have no feedback like that in VR. We could buzz your hand with haptics, but we found that it's never foolproof. Some players just don't notice it enough. Another knock against the crowbar was what signaled to the players about combat. Half-Life Alex primarily is primarily a ranged combat game, but when players were able to grip a humble metal stick that's been used to decimate multiple alien species, they naturally assumed that it was time to roll up their sleeves and throw down with their fists. The, the <laughs> crowbar is... There isn't a Half-Life without a crowbar. That's... <laughs> Uh, everyone, everyone thought it was a melee weapon, said Walker. We did a bunch of experimentation around melee, and we just could never get it to the level we liked. He acknowledged that the other VR games have gone all-in-one melee combat and come out with semi-believable solutions, but in Half-Life Alex's case, it just didn't feel right. The player really had to kind of come along for the ride more than we were happy with. We don't like it if there's a real way you can do it that seems natural to you, but that the game really doesn't want you to do. The biggest problem of all, though, also ended up being the most obvious in hindsight. If you hand a Half-Life player a crowbar, they are, in their minds, Gordon Freeman. It's not even a question. It didn't matter how much we told them, like, literally at the start of the game, that they aren't Gordon, said Walker. We would finish playtest and ask players, so tell us what happened so far. Tell us everything you've learned about the state of the world and what's the story about. And the players would think that they're Gordon. <laughs> huh. That's interesting. <laughs> so yeah, some playtesting revealed that as soon as you put a crowbar in someone's hands, when you put a crowbar in a gamer's hands, they become Gordon Freeman. That's the bottom line. <laughs> I mean, I I get it. Anytime I pick up a crowbar in real life, I'm like, yeah, I'm Gordon Freeman. I'm going to go kill some aliens with this crowbar now. <laughs> Got to kill some head crabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to smack some head crabs. Where are they? sons of bitches um so yeah so alex has her multi-tool and pistol in half-life 2 and i think they spoke more to her character as a hacker and a tinker which were some of the types of gameplay we were trying to do in the game as well uh whereas a crowbar is just a blunt instrument it never felt right fictionally i just so. don't okay maybe not have it be alex's signature weapon but you gotta have yeah. a crowbar in there. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. Then they say. Then again, Gordon Freeman is a scientist who graduated from MIT with a PhD in theoretical physics. So the crowbar thing isn't exactly a natural fit from a narrative standpoint. 
I love the fact that Gordon's a scientist and all he ever does is hit things with a crowbar, he said. <laughs> it's true. So yeah, no no crowbar in Half-Life Alex. So is that a knock against Half-Life Alex in your For mind? For me, yeah, but I don't know. It's it seems like it's getting good reviews and all. I know it sounds like a lot of people like it. I'm totally missing out on it from not having VR. Um, uh, so Gearbox made an announcement that game developer Landon Montgomery has passed away. Um, so he was one of the co-founders of Gearbox in 1999. Um, so they released a statement about that. Just a short little sweet statement for Landon. Just uh, something I thought was worth mentioning. Um, let's see. Oh, we have next week's Epic Free Games. So next week we have uh, Gone Home. Is that it? Was it? No. They like the article cut off. Hold on. Why are you out of playing videos? Uh, okay. Oh, you get also get Hob. A suspenseful action adventure game from the studios behind Torchlight. So those are the games you get. I've never heard, never, I've never seen Hob. You've never seen Hob? No, I haven't. I hear it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, Warframe is coming to PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X as the game continues to grow. No Switch. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I'd be surprised if they never bring it to Switch, but I don't know. Um. So they, they had some numbers here because, the, as I said, the game continues to grow. Uh, for the calendar year ending December 31st, Warframe had 5.50 or 57.5 million registered players, which is up 19.5% from 48 million for the year prior. That's been out since 2013, still growing. A report that it's one of the top grossing free-to-play games on the PlayStation and Xbox One. So they're going to continue that on the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Yeah, they kind of said, like, Warframe is Warframe 2. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're just, just like Fortnite keep... is Fortnite 2 and Minecraft is Minecraft 2. It's just yeah, kind it's, of... it's the smarter way, I think, for a game like that. Especially free to play, like you, if you if you break if you introduce a new game, you just split the player base. Essentially, these days, it's just better to just keep upgrading what you have anymore. Yep. So, it's I like mean, who knows? Because I know that some questions arise, like, okay, what now that you're going to be on new hardware? It's like how long before you phase out the old hardware and only run on yeah. new hardware? And I'm like, I it's guess a, that will be user user base basically like yeah if, if they have data showing like there's substantial users on old machines they'll keep the yeah stuff when that starts the dwindling then they'll be like okay you guys gotta switch to the new shit and and it's just like it, it's like the new era of games and that's just something that you they have to be mindful of is do we, we eventually we have to phase it out but we have to know when the best time to do it is so you just all you can do is just track the numbers and see do it at a time when it's worth doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mad Max Furiosa spinoff is set to film in 2021. They're doing Skype auditions right now. Yeah. We're going to be living in that pretty soon. Like I said, I'm making my <laughs> yeah. Mad Max we're, armor. Yeah. I'm 
See, I'm practicing my car combat by by playing cross out. <laughs> um, I'm fairly certain that when when we're living in the apocalypse, Billings will be called Gas Town. <laughs> so, our target is to take control of the refineries. Gas, and then we and then we ruin then then we then we rule Montana. Because we control the refinery. Look at this guy trying to siphon gas out of a uh, Tesla. <laughs> there's no electricity anymore. <laughs> what do you uh, think? There's we're made out of solar panels up here. <laughs> Go down to Arizona. <laughs> it was funny. Someone was put. Someone posted like a a graph or a map showing like the the amount of cases in each state. Someone mentioned, and it was like one of my friends that lives down in like Kansas, and one of his friends commented saying, hey, "Montana's looking nice this time of year." And I just replied, "said Montana's full. <laughs> We're full. <laughs> Stay away. Here be dragons." Um, and this is the last thing I had here. AMD admits its new graphics tech has been stolen, and it's rumored to be the. What was stolen is rumored to be the Xbox Series X GPU. Yeah, and supposedly it's being held ransom for two hundred million, right? Uh, one hundred million for its safe return. Ah. Yeah, got hacked. They they say they got hacked into. They stole the graphics IP and they demand a hundred million dollars for the safe return. That happened in December when they were contacted, and they attempted to downplay the significance of the breach, saying. We believe the stolen graphics IP is not core to the competitiveness or security of our graphics products, but this seems to be the opposite now. So, it's interesting. I wonder who could who would who. I wonder who who could have done this. George Hotz. <laughs> who wants their hands on hot AMD tech? I mean, Geo Hotz. <laughs> Geo Hotz. Is this you? Um, Icy Frog wants it. He's going to develop his own Dota-based graphics. Um, and that's all I had for news. Unless you had anything else to add to that. I got nothing. You got nothing? My job well, was the Nintendo news. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what you're good at, the Nintendo stuff. I'm supposed to talk about all the Nintendo shit and get it out of the way. And I just talk about all the other, the regular, the shit. I talk about the, <laughs> the bullshit. Nor- you talk normal about the shit. No, not even that. You talk about the Nintendo shit, and I just talk about the shit. <laughs> the bull, <laughs> the bullshit. <laughs> okay, well, that is the end of the podcast. So, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just type in Lit Gaming Arena, and you will find us. You can also go to our website, lga.gg, where we post our episodes and articles and we also have links to like stuff like discord or you can just go to chat.lga.gg and that will lead you directly to the invite to our discord you can hang out with us on discord and interact with us if you want to email us you can do so by emailing us at social at lga.gg or social at litgamingarena.com and you can ask us your burning questions that you want us to answer on the LGA cast for the community engagement part of the show. If you will, if you enjoy the show, please consider sharing us with your friends 
and leaving us a review on Apple or Podchaser. Uh, those reviews help us to grow and show other people what awesome of a podcast we are. Obviously, if you're listening to us, you think we're awesome because you made it this far. <laughs> so give us those five-star reviews. I'm, I'm thirsty for some reviews and emails. Um, and you know what? That's going to do it. It's going to yeah, do we're it. We're going to so put a bullet in the ass of this podcast. One yeah. big bullet in the ass of this podcast. One big, giant bullet. Uh, cap it. <laughs> See you guys in the next episode. See you next time. get the show on the road so by the time this comes out my intro my new intro will be ready so that will just play and then and then i do this